0: Thank you, Tony. And it's good to be with you all again in this zooming way. In the gospel passage before us today, there is a storm brewing, so we better pray. We come before you, O God, glad to be in your presence, eager to learn from you that we may live in your light. Give us hearts and minds to receive your word this day. Amen. As some of you know, uh, my last full time appointment was in Hong Kong at the Methodist International Church in Wan Chai. And while I was there, I took up sailing dinghies again. And on my day off, I would spend many pleasant hours sailing the warm waters of the South China Sea. One day, as I meandered slowly along, I was suddenly aware that every other small boat was heading for the harbor. Why was that? The sky above was blue, the breeze was moderate. (laughs) And then I looked behind me and there were dark, glowering clouds, the horizon hidden by a torrent of rain and the sea picking up as the wind gusted. Seconds, the squall was upon me, and from a, a moderate pace, I was suddenly racing along at a frightening speed. Hit by the storm, hanging on for dear life. I tell you, it was scary. Now, I'm no seasoned sailor, unlike many of the disciples in this story but they too were taken aback by the severity of the storm that engulfed them. Friends, you and I find ourselves in the eye of a storm this last year. Oh, we've not had to go to sea. We've not had to get the dinghy out. The storm clouds were gathering in January, 2020. So Some politicians were looking the other way. And by mid-March last year, the tsunami of COVID infection was upon us. Now, it's not my intention here to comment on accusations of political incompetence, reckless decision-making, misuse of public funds, but I do want us to consider that this COVID storm has highlighted a number of social, economic, as well as health issues. Why do I emphasize this? Well, I think the gospel reading guides us that way. But you say, surely, Reverend Mother, you're a preacher, not a politician. Well, yes, but I'm a Methodist preacher. And, and when in 1789, John Wesley ex- uh, published the the large minutes he explored the purpose of methodism and he had an intriguing claim now remember wesley posed questions and wrote the answers in the large minutes and the, the first question is what may we reasonably believe to be god's design in raising up the preachers called Methodists? here's the answer to reform the nation, and in particular, the church, to spread holiness over the land. So, Reforming the nation, renewing the church, spreading scriptural holiness were all part of the deal. The implication being that the scope of the gospel is wide and deep with implications for every part of life personal and communal. is why the Methodist Church has a new project, Walking with Micah, Methodist Principles for Social Justice, and why last Sunday they invited the Right Honorable Gordon Brown to deliver the Methodist Justice Lecture. I hope you saw it. It was a tour de force. So, back to the storm. I want to speak of it in four ways. There's been a storm affecting health and well-being. We are right to salute the NHS, the wisdom and honesty of its leaders, people like Chris Witte and Simon Stevens, but also thousands of nursing staff, surgeons, hospital cleaners, cooks, porters, GPs, community health workers, and all those who, whether employed or volunteers, have been involved in the vaccine rollout. It's been a miracle of public health. And that now needs proper funding. Of course, we mourn with all those who have lost a loved one to COVID. I guess we all know some family. And we pray for them, especially when they could not be with their loved one at the last. This storm of a pandemic has highlighted how important is our health and well-being. Mental, physical, spiritual well-being. Have you noticed how TV programs have changed in this year, such as Country Vile or Spring Watch? They have moments of reflection, birds, pictures of country scenes. Radio four has them. a storm of health and well-being. But there's also a storm of climate change. I'm so pleased that the Methodist prayer handbook for this year has the title The Earth is the Lords. As never before. We are aware of the damage we do to creation from pollution, from the overuse of finite natural resources. And we realize that the consumption of the rich world has a disproportionate adverse effect on poor communities, whether drought, floods, rising sea levels, damaged harvests. And the contemporary profits such as Sir David Attenborough, Greta Thunberg, they have brought these things to our attention through their programs and campaigning. I believe it is our Christian duty to campaign with them and to ask why. When we know what needs to be done, are not national and international leaders committing to act on it now? And then there's been a storm for industry and employment almost every sector of employment has been affected unless you you're a delivery driver or a medic this is especially true in the service and travel industries sadly we've seen a reduction in manufacturing in the uk over the last 40 years as Owners moved factories to the Far East where products could be produced more cheaply. Why? Because labor was cheap. Working conditions were poor. And we were complicit. But we did not complain about cheaper goods. Moreover, when it came to it, we did not have the capacity for manufacturing, such as PPE, where we needed it. We've not been investing in the very industries that we need to produce the products to keep us safe, to provide medicine at the scale we need them, etc. It's been a real storm for employment. And there's a storm in international politics. Around the world, there's a storm of reckless politics. Incompetent decision-making, authoritarian leaders. We see this on every continent. And I believe the church has a prophetic role to play, to speak truth to power, to challenge where policies hurt the poor, to ensure transparency and justice are upheld. We need prophetic voices similar to Amos and Micah in which we call on political leaders under God to do justice, to love kindness, to walk humbly. Oh, how we should long pray and act that justice will roll down the mountains like an ever-flowing stream. These are not just grand ideas. They are practical implications for the lives of communities for us. These four storms have engulfed us. Something which should drive us to our knees in prayer and make us leap up to speak out for justice. Friends, we all need the vaccination for COVID. And I do hope that you've got it. (laughs) At least one, if not two. Everyone over 18 in the UK can book an appointment. But we also need, nationally and internationally, a divine vaccine of grace, of mercy, of kindness, of justice, of right living and of peace. Mark, in the gospel passage, tells us, that the disciples overlooked the presence of Jesus in their terror. And then they find him. They find him asleep in the midst of the turmoil. And then they wake him up and they blame him. Don't you care? The kind of thing that people say today. God does not care. God does not understand does God not know what I'm going through? Well, the answer is, yes, God does. Notice in this passage, Jesus was always in the boat with the disciples. He's not absent in its narrative. They just forgot about him in their terror. Now, I don't know the particular circumstances of the force of storms you are facing. But I do know this. Whatever it is, God is in the boat with you, alongside you, suffering the storm with you. Seek Jesus out. Turn to him. Share your terror. Share the situation. And what, what happens in Mark? Well, we hear peace be still. Does that mean that I turn to Jesus and everything will be hunky dory? Well, let me answer that question in this way. There was a painting competition by a respected National Gallery, and the subject was to be peace. There were many entries. There were meadows with lowing cattle. There were firesides at the end of the day. There were sunsets over hill and down. But the entry that won the competition was not like any of it. It depicted a craggy granite cliff with dark seas, lashing rain, violent wind. And in the middle of the sheer granite cliff, On the cleft of the rock sat a herring girl on its nest. Serene in the face of this adversity, calmly warming her eggs in the nest. A a shaft of weak sunlight picked out the bird, so the viewer did not miss the artist's central feature. Peace. Peace in the midst of the storm. You know, Christian discipleship is a journey not just through calm meadows with a cloudless sky. Discipleship sometimes brings us to the very eye of the storm. And sometimes on our journey, storms come and overwhelm us. Are you in a particular soul? I invite you, I encourage you, call on Jesus. He's already with you. Share your plight and hear his words of peace to you. But let us individually and as a community stand together to speak out for justice. I pray that in the midst of the storm you may know the peace of Christ to get me through. Bless you. Amen.